Welcome to Intro to X. This podcast is out there. Uh, I'm Claire. Joining me are my two little, my two little, my two little pet puppies. Oh, Brad and Tammy. <laughs> what? Oh wow! I couldn't think of anything, guys. I can't think of amazing witty things every week. It's, just, it's the thing with the. Why do we have to be pet puppies? I would rather be a oh. pound puppy than a pet puppy. Oh. <laughs> a pound puppy? Oh, that would be so adorable. Aww. <laughs> it could be like that song in Lady and the Tramp where they're all howling. There's no place like home. They're like... <laughs> like that. <laughs> Tammy knows what I'm on about, don't you, Tammy? Yep. 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 <laughs> and we have a special guest. What? Uh, we have... We have uh, my other little pound puppy uh, that I just rescued <laughs> and have brought home and I'm currently feeding and putting a little warm blanket. It's Illyrio. I love the little cage you set up for me in the basement, too. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. It makes me feel safe. Yeah, that's, that's why it's there. <laughs> uh, so, Tammy. By the way, Brad, my a... safe word is pound puppies. How did you know? <laughs> Secrets. <laughs> Wow, that's a lot to get out for a safe word. <laughs> <laughs> if you just get out pound, I mean, that could be very different. <laughs> so, uh, Claire, what were your predictions for the episode alphas? Right, okay. So the menu screen was a picture of a wolf. And here's my exact notes. Werewolves, not manatees. Oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please, oh, please. That was my notes. Because I was like, oh, please let us have a proper werewolf episode. I'm so excited. I love werewolves. I love them more than vampires. And we had that Manitou episode that was, like, not proper werewolves. Uh, did we get werewolves in this? No, we did not. Because no. they um, also wear St. Bernard's, apparently. And I don't We're know, dog. but, yeah. Yeah, there's, it's a shapeshifter. So, do you guys think we'll ever get a werewolf episode? No. no. I don't know. <laughs> well, also, this isn't a wolf, remember? It's a doll. And I will oh, be yeah. ranting about that later because... <laughs> oh, it's one of my hates, as I've already talked to Tammy and Brad. When writers are crap and they can't work <laughs> out species of animals... There's a thing called the internet. Before the internet, there was encyclopedias writers. Use them! Yeah. I mean, they anyway. practically had people coming to your door selling them to you. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. There are no yeah. excuses. None. It isn't. Brad, what was on TV this week? Uh, guys, listen. Maybe you want to watch this episode of X-Files. Maybe you have trouble sleeping. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> but there were other options. Not a lot of other options this week. I'm sorry, guys. This was a bad week for television. But maybe you would want to watch a show, a little show. It's called Star Trek Voyager. Ooh, it was on this week, and this week's episode was The Fight. Chakotay lies in six... Claire never wants me to actually say what the episode no. is. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Chakotay lies in sickbay as he attempts to communicate with aliens through hallucinations. Wow. What? That's what, that's what it was about, guys. So He's going to use hallucinations to communicate? Yes, with aliens. Yeah. See, oh. I don't remember this episode. Maybe because in, um, you know, March of uh, 1999, I was pretending to be a rock star. Oh. 
Illyrio, you are a rock star. Through Which might explain why I don't remember watching Alpha the first time. Oh. Yeah, I, I have no Tammy memories for this episode. I'm going to be lucky if I remember this episode. <laughs> so this is... Uh... Tammy, you have two cool. dogs. Do you have any Tammy memories about them? Attacking me? No. Um, <laughs> turning into another dog or a human? No. Opening door? Well, Willow uh, uh, potentially uh, could open doors. My uh, one. She's, uh, a, she's just, a trickster. Oz just opened the back door like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> they do kind of open that back door a yeah. lot by themselves. Um, but I don't feel like that's tricky so much as... Willpower. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, nice. My sister's dog, Logan, headbutted her the other day, and he's half Mastiff, half Deerhound, so he's oh a big god. Dog. Yeah, <laughs> oh he headbutted her. That's yeah. quite a mix. Yeah. Yeah, it, he's a Is the dog's name dog. Hodor? <laughs> I wish it was Hodor, I, but he's called Logan. He's named after Wolverine, because my All sister right, loves Wolverine. Okay. I actually chose the name, but it was the only one that her and her husband could agree that they both liked. Husbands. Hodor would be awesome, though. Before we really get into this episode or anything, um, can I just list a grievance up front while we're listing grievances? Um, Not only is there not werewolves in this episode, but an episode filled with dogs, why aren't there any cute dogs? (laughs) Right? Like, at least give me a cute dog. Just a bunch of ugly, random dogs. I'm going to give it a bonus point, Brad. There were no Bichon Frises. If there were, I would have thrown up all over my screen. Hmm. So I'm going to give it a point for that. Because the other day, this woman... Oh, they're horrible. This woman walked past me and she had one of those horrible little things on a lead. And I was just like, I feel sick just looking at it. I hate them. I actually have like, like, I feel about those dogs the way my sister feels about Peter Pan. And Brad and Tammy know how my sister feels about Peter Pan. Uh, yes. She is freaked the fuck out about Peter Pan. She hates him. Yeah, she does. That's how I feel about Bijon (laughs) Frise. Bijon Frise? Bijon Frise. No, because that makes it sound like a nice dessert or something. (laughs) Oh, it could be, Claire. It could be. Um, So now it's time for 60-second summary. Oh, the time we've all been uh, desperately trying to avoid. I volunteer for tribute. Hey. Yes! Yes! Right. Take it! We're not Let's let's just find out who it would have been because uh if I took the time to type these names in, let's <laughs> let's see who's let's see who Illyrio has saved this week. Claire! Claire, Claire, Claire you've been saved. saved. You you Thank owe Illyrio <laughs> your firstborn child now. Um, <laughs> or or a drawing. Well, it's gonna be waiting a long time for that. I mean. Or a drawing of what you think your firstborn child would look like. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh, little baby Fluky! <laughs> so Fluky in a jar. Oh, amazing! Wearing a little Pennywise outfit. <laughs> Illyrio, uh, yeah. Listen, Thanks, uh, I'm gonna need you to take a moment, collect your thoughts, think about this episode. What happened? Why it happened? What they were wearing? Why? Uh, whatever you need to discuss this episode in as much detail as possible in one minute without going over or ridiculously under because then you would be a chump and I just listened to the last episode of The Last Word um, so I hope you learned your lesson Um, (laughs) and you will be going in three, two, one, go. Alright, Alpha follows five people known as Alphas, led by noted neurologist and psychiatrist <laughs> Dr. Lee Rosen, played yes! by David Stratham, as they investigate <laughs> criminal cases involving other suspected Alphas. Rosen and his team operate <laughs> under the auspices of the Defense Criminal Investigative Service, the criminal investigative arm of the U.S. Department of Defense. 
While investigating these crimes, it does not take the team too long to discover that a group known as Red Flag, which was thought defeated and eliminated long ago, is using other alphas to commit crimes. I can't believe John Piper Ferguson was in this. It's amazing! Yay. Yes! <laughs> See, that actually sounds interesting. It was. It was a good show. <laughs> the X-Files episode is actually called Alpha. There is no S. And it's about uh, a woman with lupus who's got really the creep on from Mulder. And that's it. Yeah. I think that woman might be Oblong. Claire! Cla- you realize you keep interrupting the 60 seconds? <laughs> oh, no, I'm done. Oh, okay. I, I, I stopped it both times that Claire interrupted. Uh, for a grand total, that was 47.7 seconds. So, uh, still Yay. a chump. <laughs> you are a doggy chump. <laughs> One must admit, that my summary was a lot more interesting than that. Definitely. Yes, definitely. Um, I have to say now, do you think that that dog woman could be Oblong? <sighs> she could be. Um, I'm pretty sure uh, their online conversation started with <laughs> ASL in, into canines, question mark. <laughs> oh, oh, gross. Definitely. Mm. Can we just call this woman Ob- Oblong? Because in my head, she is Oblong. Sure. Why not? Oh. Sure. Okay. Um... Well, okay, so your fun facts are not fun facts. It is a trivia thing. Yeah, although let's hope that I can uh, get all those uh, tabs back up, shall I? <laughs> oh, look, they're all gone. Oh, no. <laughs> let's see. Uh, I have them here. We can talk more about Supergirl. <laughs> all right, here we go. Here's the quiz. All right, you ready? Yep. <laughs> totally. It's because I am not going to... Boom, is it here? <laughs> nope. And it was all nicely laid out. Aww. Here we go. All right. All right. You guys will will basically have to answer uh, as a collective, if that's okay. That's fine. So question number one. There are ten questions, so it's not going to be too long. Question okay. number one. So here are my fun facts. The employees of the ship were talking about the cargo loaded in Hong Kong. One of the workers said he thought it was an animal because it had tried to bite him. What did the other guy speculate was in the crate? A tiger. Was it A, a crocodile, B, a hawk, C, a tiger, or D, a vampire? A tiger. A tiger. All right. Stupid tiger. people. Yeah, it's a tiger. Let's open the crate and find oh, out. Man. Listen, no. um, I worked for DHL for a taste in college, <laughs> and their big thing was we shipped a tiger one time. Um, and the dummies that worked at DHL, I'm pretty sure they would have tried to open it. <laughs> <laughs> number two, question number two. Was the Wang Shang Dole, the mystical Asian dog, still in the box when Dr. Detweiler, the cryptozoologist, arrived? Yes or no? No. No. See, this, this trivia quiz is more, were we able to pay full attention to the <laughs> I think it's perfect for us. Question number three. When Scully stopped, when Scully stopped by Mulder's, excuse me, when Scully stopped by Mulder's office to say goodbye, she asked, aren't you going home? Mulder responded that he was home and then said what? A, you're welcome to stay. B, I'm just feathering the nest. C, my apartment is being fumigated. Or D, I moved my couch in here. I'm going to say feathering the nest yes. and yes. only because yes. I watched that video yep. Yep. <laughs> that um it was Amanda on our Facebook page yes uh, posted and if you guys don't know what I'm talking about go to our Facebook page 
go into the thread for the feedback uh, and watch this YouTube video it's about amazing. this episode. It's, it, it makes is, this episode so much better. But I did not know that he said feathering the nest no. until I watched this Honestly, video. when I watched that video, I thought that that was pulled from something else. I thought yeah. it was like tombs <laughs> or something. Oh, it's amazing. Question number four. At the customs agent's home, was the agent's dog killed before the agent? Yes or no? Yes. Yes. Fucking, I hate that Ugh. scene. Okay. Question number five. What in Karen's home was similar to Mulder's office? A, pencils Ugh. in ceiling. <laughs> it wouldn't have shocked me. <laughs> Probably all of the above. Yeah, really. <laughs> oh, just you wait. B, <laughs> pornography in VCR. Yes, definitely. Yeah, all of the, all of the above. Yeah. C, sunflower seed shells in garbage. Most definitely. Well, time out, time out, Play. time out. Those seeds were always on the floor, exactly. never in the garbage. <laughs> yeah, this quiz. Or um, D, I want to believe poster. I want to believe All of the above. All yeah. the above, yeah. I will just and click on D, I want to believe poster. Number six, question number six. When the Wang Shang Dole attacked Frank Fielder, the officer from U.S. Fish and Wildlife, what did it appear as first? A, a dog, B, a bat, C, a tiger, or D, a human? A human. Yeah. Question number seven, almost there. Home stretch. What did Karen point out was odd about the paw print? A, two toes instead of four. B, weight on inside of print. C, five toes instead of four. Or D, weight on outside of print. The five, five toes, toes instead of four. Yeah. Go. Number eight. Over which object did Mulder, Mulder make physical contact with Karen? Oh, boy. A, oh. a teacup. His, I'll his never penis. wash it a from my mind. Mouse? C, a photograph. Oh. Or D, the telephone. I know it's the mouse, but I really wanted it to be a photograph. And, like, they both uh. broke its face. Whatever it is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So are we answering B, computer mouse, or are we uh, going yeah. with... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I that want to apologize time. for everyone listening. Uh, number nine. What did Karen suffer from? A, lactose intolerance. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> B, deafness. Oh. C, migraines. Or D, photosensitivity. Uh, photosensitivity. Photosensitive lupus. Yeah, photosensitive yeah. lupus. <laughs> Not one of the choices. I'll click on D for you. And we are here. The final question. Number 10. Yay. The Wang Shang Dole was shot to death. True or false? False. false. All right. Because it wasn't even a Wang Shang Dole in the first I'm place. I'm going to... <laughs> Claire, don't, don't interrupt the, the, the amazing suspense that is me about to click the submit my answers button. And here I am hoping that this website that looks like it was published in 1999 still works. All right. Clicking. And we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten correct answers. Yeah! We stayed away, guys. We stayed awake and we watched a special YouTube video. <laughs> it was our favorite yes. episode ever. Fantastic. <laughs> well done, everyone. Well done. Yay. Oh, um, can we do that every week? That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd like to know how many episodes we actually we get things right on. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, uh, some of the stuff on Wikipedia were just like, 
Oh, yeah. shocker. They had 500 ideas before they finally uh, huh. decided before on this they, one. Before they finally gave in to these. And it yeah. was just because uh, it was based on a note card that just said scary dogs in the city. Oh. <laughs> That's really they, quite crazy. They did that on Millennium, and it was a lot scarier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, how many of them involved um, the guy, like the guy turning into a were dog? Like, because that guy's in the hospital, shouldn't they have turned into a were dog? No, none of them. Um, some what? of the well, maybe that they just didn't list on wiki, but some of them was like about a dog that um, was like a bad dog, and a family moves away, and the dog is mad and ends up at the second home of the family, like before they get there. I don't. Wait a second. The family moved away to get away from a the dog? A desperate family that moves 3,000 miles to get away from their killer pet. What are waiting, they, the Dursleys? <laughs> who's waiting <laughs> for them at their new house really pissed. That was one of their ideas. Um, oh, this, boy. Another one was uh, would feature a child who released his anger through the dogs at a local animal shelter. <laughs> oh. What? what? In this oh. version, the dogs functioned as manifestations of the child's id. Uh, so, yeah. And both ideas were scrapped because they didn't have, quote, really cool visuals, unquote. All right. Claire, this is a question yes. for you. Uh, do you remember, or I'm sure it aired in the UK, uh, The Littlest Hobo? Of course. So this There's be, a voice keeps on calling, calling me. Down the road it's where the I'll Littlest Hobo, for those of you that aren't familiar, is a Canadian television show uh, sur- um, uh, focused around a German shepherd who is quite literally the littlest hobo. He travels oh. the rails looking for adventure, and he helps people in trouble. Basically the antithesis of this dog. <laughs> yes. Who it's looks the for people to dog. kill. And yeah. I would love to see um, this dog versus the Littlest Hobo dog. And I'm sure the Littlest Hobo would probably be able to trap him. The Littlest Hobo is, is, is like a mix of... It's like Jared from The Pretender as a dog. <laughs> it's true. He, he knows how to pretend to, to do other all kinds dog of dogs. jobs. Yeah, he does. Because he's like, I'm a police dog. I'm, I'm a police dog. dog. I'm a shepherd dog. I'm a, I'm a dog. shepherd dog. I'm a, a, a seeing eye dog. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm an assisted living dog. I'm. Uh, um, it's like Brad's, those... Brad's favorite show. He's never seen because it's Dog Pretender. Yeah, Dog Pretender. You should totally check it out. <laughs> but German Shepherd, Mach. Gross. Aww. He's a pretty cute German Shepherd. I mean, yeah. on the scale of German Shepherd cuteness, he's right up there. And so, if we're going uh, by dog breed logic in, uh, in or canine logic in this episode, uh, it might look like a German Shepherd. It's actually a poodle. Oh really? Oh, interesting. Mm. All right, so. Uh, let's go ahead and start this episode. Alright, let's do uh, it. Sorry for the delays. No, no, no. It's all good. We are on track. Uh, so we start off in a freighter in the Pacific Ocean with Wu uh, No, 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 Tammy. I, I think you'll find we start off with panpipes. Oh, in the phone oh boy, back. they are. But they weren't quite panpipes, right? Because I wrote... I well, think they're close enough to panpipes, but I don't think I wrote, I wrote down the pan flute of intolerance myself. <laughs> yeah. Wow. If you're going to do that, you might as well go full racist. Yeah. That was the much. worst. That was the worst. Um, it, it, those came up even before it said, you know, the name of the ship oh, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, here we go, Mark Snow. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we meet uh, Wu and Fong. 
and they're speaking in Cantonese, and they are discussing what the hell is in this this box. And yes, uh, as we we said, they thought it was a tiger, so they went to open the crate. <laughs> of course, no, they open the crate because they're like, I think we killed it. What by tapping kicking the, crate? the box? I like, didn't what? understand how they thought they killed it. No, guys. So, so you no, know, if you kick a box. Listen, science fact. The force goes through the box and then explodes the tiger. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah. Street, street fighter oh. Olympic sport. Out of these rules. two, I prefer Fong because he actually looks scared. <laughs> and the other one, like, just Woo. looks like he's a little troublemaker. Whereas Fong's like, uh, no, fuck this shit. So I like him. Even though they're both idiots. So there, uh, when I first started doing a search for X-Files Alpha Trivia, one of the things that came up, which I can't believe I'm about to say this, is that although the men are, are basically, we're told they're speaking Cantonese, they actually uh, counted down in Japanese. Uh-oh, what's going Whoa. on? Why aren't they being consistent in, in, in their foreign language speak? What's happening? Um, so yeah, apparently that's, that was some controversy there. Yeah. Wow. So how exactly does he um, wear dog the uh, um, the locks off? Because like he, the, one of the locks comes off. Oh yeah. No know. idea. Ma, well, it was it was it was it was uh, Fong or Wu that did that. I I but it seems like they one of the the locks came like off. Really? And then, oh. Yeah, and then they go and they open the other one. That's interesting. I, I could be wrong, but it's because it's, it's a weird. trickster dog. It's a trickster wear dog. <laughs> Which okay, I'm gonna say it now. This really annoys me in this episode because okay. I am a bit of an animal nerd. I like my animals, okay. And they all the way through this, they say that this creature is a doll, which is like D H O L E, which. Yeah. They obviously say because it sounds exotic, because it's not saying it's a wolf. You know, it's it's an exotic sounding word. Mm-hmm. And and dolls live in Asia. They are a wild dog, but they are typically tan or like a dark kind of reddish color. And they have rounded ears and they look completely different to wolves, which is what this animal is. I was going to say, is. they, they kind of look more wolf. like foxes, almost. Yeah. yeah. They, they look more like maned wolves, if they, mm. you're going to say that they're like a wolf. But they have rounded ears. They don't have pointy ears like a wolf. This is absolutely a wolf, and it pisses me off, because they clearly just wanted to say dull because it sounds exotic. You know, because it it's It sounds like, foreign, Claire. And also, yeah, exactly. And also, they do this whole trickster thing. Oh, it's a trickster, it's a trickster. Because in, like, Native American mythology, you have the trickster god is Coyote. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, they, oh, it pisses me off when the writers are just like, oh, oh, oh just throw. Nope. <laughs> Claire's really broken up about it, isn't she? <laughs> Indeed. Um, can we also just talk about, like, so this guy uh, turns into a were dog. Yeah. Stop. People are just following me on Twitter left and right. I'm sorry. I'm going to turn on the sound effects. I'm just very popular. Um, So uh, this dude's turning into a were dog. And so he has himself shipped to himself. Now, when you have yourself shipped to yourself... Is he just hoping that eventually some guys are going to think they've killed the tiger and open it up? Because w- wouldn't he just die in a crate? Yeah. 
Yep. I, uh, I'm... Or maybe he was just trying to say... Maybe it was cheaper to ship himself versus buying a plane ticket. I mean, I, I, I love I love a frugal guy. Um, I, I think that's really commendable. I think that's great, you know, to, to, you know, be thrifty with your dollars. I'm sure it's very expensive to go hunt were-dogs. And I appreciate that he's doing this, but I, I feel like you could die in a crate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't sound so good. How, yeah, how, what is he eating in there? Like, what? Rations, military rations. And does he, yeah, but the, wouldn't the were-dog eat them while, oh, I don't know, I'm confused. And at the end, we see, like, when he's, uh, changed from doll shape to human shape, he has no clothes on. No, he's wearing underwear. He's wearing underwear. Like, okay, so, I don't understand <laughs> It's ridiculous. Yeah. They wear underwear. <laughs> they wear underwear. Oh. Makes sense now. Totally. Yeah. Love because, it. you know, when we see him here in this first scene, he's fully clothed, yeah. and it's almost like... Because you would just think if he had been wearing clothes, like, maybe he'd be a little bloody or something, but not yeah. at all. So. Oh, I'll say the actor is uh, um, Andrew Robinson, whom uh, um, you might know from Hellraiser. He was also uh, Garrick, the the spy on Star Trek Deep Space Nine, to take it back to our Star Trek facts for this episode. <laughs> nice. Um, so, yeah, so then they open the box and Fong and Wu are dead in there. And everyone dun, is... Dun, dun. Like, what? Uh, and then we have the award-winning opening credits. <laughs> By the way, Chris posted that thing uh, where the guys are explaining how they made the credits. It sounds just as bullshit as I would have expected. <laughs> yeah, then we did this thing. Yeah, it kind of worked. <laughs> um. All right. So the next. Oh, scene... guys, guys. Oh, do you think when the show comes back, there'll be new credits? There won't be, will there? There's there no has, absolutely not. No, there has to be. No, no they're I getting everybody back, so they don't I even need to make new credits. They would use the exact same credits. I guarantee. Oh my it. god! Oh. Really no, that a shiny two dollar coin. Not. Never, never. <laughs> a coin is a real thing. I, it's not gonna happen. Not gonna because it, if nothing else, they have to update it because like quality wise, like we got HD now. You can't put that shit on HD. They may try to remake them in a very similar fashion, but they will not be the same. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I will Challenge! throw something. <laughs> Yeah, you better throw that $2 coin my way. Absolutely. What I, will, I, will, I, will, I will buy a $2 coin off eBay, and then I will send it your way. Awesome. <laughs> With shipping and everything, that'll probably be $15. I know. It's going to be <laughs> stupid. <laughs> but so would not like change the opening credits. credits. Yeah. Oh. yeah. All right, so hey, we are... Guys. What? Guys, <laughs> the episode's characters, Dr. Detweiler and Karen Berquist, well, they get their names... From Over the Rhine, a Cincinnati-based band featuring hun husband and wife duo <laughs> Linford Detweiler and Karen Berquist. Over the Rhine released an album entitled Good Dog, Bad Dog in 1996, where some of the episodes Canine Focus likely came from as well. Um, also, Over the Rhine is like the ghetto part of Cincinnati. <laughs> like, it's, it's where the white people are scared to go, but it's fine. <laughs> For the most part. Except the parts that aren't. But it's still not that bad. Hey Brad, when when did you get when did you get fired from your job at the Cincinnati Bureau of Tourism? 
Uh, when I said chili's not that great, get over it. <laughs> it was early on. <laughs> um, Alright, so we're at the FBI headquarters, and Scully's there and asking, aren't you going home? And no, Mulder's feathering the nest. I am home, Scully. Oh. And that's when he put his sunglasses on and we heard some Who song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah! And uh, Mulder talks about the two merchant marines that were found in the cargo ship, and uh, yeah, Scully... Do merchant marines have guns? Are they just sailors on, like, commercial vessels? I thought they were just sailors. Because the first time I ever heard the term merchant marine was when I was in, like, 6th or 7th grade watching Days of Our Lives on maybe CR. And 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 Bo Brady was talking about his career in the Merchant Marines. I'm like, what the bloody hell is that? I I I don't understand uh, fields of military, um, except in the fact that I'm against them. Um, <laughs> he stood. He stood. Yes, that's, yes. that's really all I need to know. Uh, but I really don't. What is what is what is the merchant? What does that mean? What what is what is Merchant Marines? I don't know. I'm wondering if it's just people who are on boats carrying things. That one could call merchandise, and maybe it's just, yeah. But I I feel like I always thought it was military, but I guess it's just you know poor schlubs who work on boats and have to count boxes. Merchant Marine is responsible for transporting cargo and passengers during peacetime. In time of war, Merchant Marine is capable of being an auxiliary to the Navy. Hmm. Really? Yeah. So terrible. But I'm pretty sure any asshole that signs up for the military wants a weapon. So, they'll probably carry guns. Okay, cool. Because that's what you do if you're one of those. One yeah. more job to avoid applying for. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, Mulder says that uh, the it's listed as a dog being what the cargo uh, that killed the Merchant Marine guys is listed as. And then we get a lot of bad dog jokes. Oh, oh terrible, and he keeps saying dog gone. Dog gone. Dog gone. Doggone. And even Scully's like, I get it, you idiot. I thought that, and when he says, Yo quiero Taco Bell, I was like, Oh no. I thought they broke the the Mulder bot. (laughs) (laughs) Doggone. 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 Everything is a lie, but you are telling the truth. So you are lying, which means you are telling the truth. You are lying. Norman does not compute. Uh, Scully says that bite wounds are rarely lethal, you know, so not shouldn't have been really listed as the cause of death. <laughs> awesome. She <laughs> is begging to examine a body. Oh, yeah. Did, yeah. did anyone examine it? Like, shut up! You, <laughs> you can't examine, examine every body later, ever, she, Scully. She oh. doesn't declare them dead later when she does examine them. I was very surprised. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Maybe Thank she you. was disappointed because they had already been declared dead. Maybe. <laughs> And yes, yeah, Scully says, you are not going to tell me that a dog did this. <laughs> uh, but dog? he is. He is going to tell her that. So uh, so the next scene, they have traveled all the way to California. Spending those tax dollars. So it's almost like they filmed this show in California now. Mm. Yeah, it's really mm. weird. Kooks. Because they were in California last week. Kind of <laughs> a weird coincidence. <laughs> hey, really? They should, uh, get a, they should get a field office over there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is when we make uh, Jake Conroy comes out in a uniform to calm a dog. 
And, uh, oh, this is just when we meet the dog, right? Is this yeah. the, the nice dog that ends up dying? Yes. Yeah. I do anyway, how this. terrible! How yeah. terrible was that fake dead dog under the? It was uh, terrible. Oh, enough that it I was. Like, I've oh, written in my notes. Dead. I've written in my notes. Fakety fake 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 dog in my yeah. notes. I was <laughs> it, like, well, it, that's a fake it, dog. It kind of looked like it was made from wigs on Lost. Hmm. It did. It was, I w- oh, it was I, awful. I, but if I like found out my dog died because of some oh, other God. dog attack, oh. um, I would have flipped the fuck out and I would have fought back. And this dude did not fight that wolf back. Nope. <laughs> I don't nope. care if it's a wolf. I would have fought yeah. back. And because I don't care if that so wolf like, is oh. a fan of ancient Chinese shadow puppetry. <laughs> uh, you don't kill Guys, my dog. It's not a wolf. It's a doll, remember? Ah, uh, yes. Whatever, Claire. <laughs> uh, like, so why why did why did uh, Weird Dog, like, kill this dog? Like just as like uh, Trixie's like what I, I what's going on here? I You're thought we were gonna bonus? find out that it had some kind of I thought it was tracking down certain people. Yeah. Like the, you know the human was pissed off. Nope, it's just just because it's a trickster. Killing. Yeah. And it. Killed I mean, the... it seems like it was killing things that seemed semi-threatening. I mean, because you know everybody else that this dog killed was well, this dole killed was someone who threatened it in some way, saying they would kill it, or they would hunt it down, or whatever. And this poor, defenseless dog huh. had barked at it, so maybe that's why. Huh. I don't know. Fuck I was not dude. happy with that, though. Not okay. Maybe it was, like, it was inspired by the Zodiac Killer? <laughs> it is California. True. It was another idea they had just tossed in there. <laughs> hey, guys, um, Zodiac Killer dog! <laughs> So, uh, also, we have that the doll's eyes keep glowing red. So. Like a doll's eyes. <laughs> See, in the poster that you posted in the Facebook group, Tammy, I was like, oh, no, because it's like a dog with a molder in its eyes, which <laughs> makes me think of a were-molder. And as I put on Facebook, is there anything more terrifying than the thought that when the moon is full, you turn into molder? <laughs> <laughs> first. Brad, imagine that. Imagine, oh. Brad, when the moon is full. You start eating, you get a craving for sunflower seeds, no. and you start, like, like losing all um, expression in when you talk and becoming really monotone, and you become a molder. And then you wake up the next day and you look at your internet history, and it's like, oh no, <laughs> like, oh, I was no. chatting with the weirdest canine fetishist ever. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um, so... We've got Mulder and Scully investigating uh, in the next scene, looking at the crate, uh, talking to um, Officer Jeffrey Kahn, uh, who's also asking, oh, have have you ever owned a dog? And Mulder's like, I've got a question about this guy. Okay. First of all, this guy is the poor man's John C. Riley. Yes. Uh, Yes. Secondly, he has black hair on his head. Blonde eyebrows and a red mustache. <laughs> the reddest what mustache. What is happening ever. on this guy's face? What is going on? I was, I was, I couldn't <laughs> stop looking at him every time he was on screen. I was like, no, those are some blonde eye, eyebrows. His hair I, is black. I, I yeah, think, and he's got a ginger mustache. I he's think got all the hair. I think he's tried to dye his hair black, but then he either was interrupted in the process, or <laughs> it's it's not like it's not like taking, or, it wouldn't, or he couldn't get rid of it. And then he like started. And he's like, oh, I'll bleach the eyebrows, and then I'll bleach the hair. Like, we got no time. We got no time. We gotta get to the set. It's like, oh no. 
Oh, I'm just man. trying to get back to being a ginger. Mm, it's a little bit weird, I will admit, but I'm not going to judge his uh, choice. <laughs> I will. <laughs> judge. Don't lie. Um, and then we learn about uh, Detweiler, the cryptozoologist who studies animals that were thought to be extinct, which Mulder goes on about Sasquatches and abominable snowmen and blah, blah, blah. Um, public service announcement. If you call yourself a cryptozoologist in public, huh. go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean literally. Why can you call yourself a demonologist? A- anatomically, literally, please go fuck yourself. Because <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. Um, Detweiler's there talking to Mulder, asking, oh, are you the FBI? Good, because I want to report a theft of this animal. <laughs> Which, as we learn, he's he sent it's, himself to it's himself. It's him. It's <laughs> him. Like, I'm not sure. <laughs> I want to report he... a theft. Who? <laughs> What's the theft? Me. <laughs> why didn't he just leave town? Is he planning because on collecting? Yeah. An insurance? I don't think he knows. Is is this? Really? Is he planning an insurance scheme for himself? Guys, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's because he's a trickster. Like he's a trickster. Because then, did he just keep waking up in a crate, wondering why he was in a crate? I, I don't think he did. I, I, I think he has no memory. Well, he turns. In, he's uh, uh, you know, like when he's the doll. He turns into a weird dog he, at night. Why did, oh, yeah. He's a weird dog by night. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so during the day, I mean, it's not like it just took one night, yeah. right, to get from. You know, so he knows he's a weird dog. There's no question. He, he knows. If he, if he didn't think he was a weird dog, then why else did he? post himself to himself and was he not in the process of like the the, the shipping like when it's like all right it, like who put it in the crate if it wasn't him because they can't be in the same place at the same time because they're the same thing so i was like all right hey later would you get that wear dog and uh put it in the crate so we can ship it off where are you gonna be i'm gonna be elsewhere <laughs> Will I see you before you leave? Nope. This is the last you'll see of me. I'm just going to go wait in the room that we also have the wear dog. Please don't come in there until later when you come to put it in the Why don't we just put it in the crate together right now? No, no, thank you. Uh, we'll do it later uh, when I'm gone and not here and the wear dog is here in the other room, which you can't go into right now. Um, oh, 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 by the way, could you just put some treats inside the crates? Uh, maybe a magazine. Uh, by the way, when you come in the room later, uh, if the wear dog's like wearing any clothes. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Clothes that look suspiciously like mine. It's all fine. (laughs) Why? If he doesn't know... Don't worry about the missing underwear. Why why ship himself to himself? I mean... Why? Claire, listen, listen. There are mysteries in the world. They are important. And uh, this is one of those, you know, we don't need to understand why Why would a man ship himself to himself? Hey. <laughs> Not knowing he is why, why would the doll. Why would the creator, our Lord, sacrifice himself to himself? <laughs> Things don't make sense. It's not ours to question. <laughs> <laughs> Could it be that there were two De- Detweilers? Like he has an evil twin, or yeah. a twin in this case. Exactly. Like, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I, it's possible, I'm sure. Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah. So, uh, we learned that this, from Detweiler, that this is not a predatory animal. No. No. Of course not. It, it doesn't even hunt. It just scavenges. Don't be ridiculous. Maybe that's why it's Sorry, almost extinct. <laughs> Uh, and then we learn from a cop that just walks by, yeah, there's been uh, some kind of vicious dog attack. So they go 
hunt after that. Uh, and they find Jake Conroy and that he was employed by the custom. He was a customs agent and the bite marks match those of the, the Chinese freighter uh, victims as well. Mulder makes a lovely talk about the biting the hand that feeds you joke. Oh, Mulder, shut up. <laughs> I really, Worst in retrospect, I wish he had stepped in that pile of dog shit. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I really, really oh, wish. I've got a random note from this episode, which is that Scully has really good hair in this episode. Oh my god, oh, yeah. wait till we get there. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yes. Uh, Mulder also tells Scully she gets a biscuit. Mm. Ugh. And then we have the with a human that thinks like an animal. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, oh, you really yeah. gotta watch that video on the Facebook group. <laughs> yes, you have amazing. to. You have to. I haven't yet. No, I wish I did. Oh, oh so Lirio, good. it is a gift. It is. Yeah. A, uh, Amanda says it was a gift to us for watching this episode, and it is. It's it's <laughs> such a better episode than the episode we watched. <laughs> right, you could say that about almost anything. Please. True. True. Uh, Except conquistador tree people. <laughs> uh, or ghost wear cats. Yes, unbeatable. Uh, hey, do you guys remember when eco terrorists were being eaten alive by little teeny tiny microscopic uh, bugs? <laughs> wow, that was so a long crazy. time ago. That was a long yeah. time ago. Uh, okay, so the next scene we've got Karen Berquist, uh, and Play, instead Stacy Muir, <laughs> who's actually working out there. Um, yeah, which we later find out why, because Karen can't be outside. Mm. <laughs> uh, so why move to California? Why not move to like? Pacific Northwest, where there probably are more wild dogs, like wolves and stuff, and also there's less sun. And then, but then they'd have to show this episode in the Pacific Northwest, and they film in LA, so they can't. Mm. Oh, by the way, guys, I'm such a grumpy grump this week. I'm sorry, guys. I need to back up just a tiny bit. Uh, Bellflower, California, which was mentioned earlier, which is where the dog Mm -hmm. and the owner were killed. One of the episode settings is series creator Chris Carter's hometown. Ah! Of course, of course. Karen is bonkers. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I like that Stacy though just leaves them in her office. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. She'll, she'll be back at some point. Here, I'll just leave you yeah, in her weirdo out. office where it's dark and all the blinds are closed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, I mean, you'd think that they were like waiting for the Big Lebowski or something. <laughs> um, I want everyone here to know and I want it on the record so on the internet make sure you don't cut this out whoever's editing this I object to the term canid yeah, I okay. do not like it I stop saying that Yeah, it is unacceptable terminology do not do this uh, that's enough stop it just has a bad mouth feel I don't like canid 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 um, so we see all the books that Karen has written. The Wolf Inside, Dogs Don't Lie, Better Than Human. I, <laughs> I feel like she has a very narrow, um, weird focus. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, we see the I Want to Believe poster. On oh. I think Karen is definitely on Team Jacob rather than Team Edward. Is it? You know. Oh, my God. I, I feel like she would really get the Twilight too. Like she would be like this, like really creepy, like Twilight fan. 
Yeah, but the whole lupus and photosensitivity thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ooh. I wish I could sparkle. <laughs> she's she's um, so damn creepy. Yeah, she very, walks very, in, she says creepy. settle, all the dogs just settle down. Melinda Kulia, who plays the role of Karen Berquist, is the wife of the episode's director, Peter Markle. Mm. Nepotism. Not accusing anyone of nepotism in Hollywood. Kristen yeah, Cloak. Yeah, I was going to say, but we got Kristen Cloak out of it, so I'm okay. <laughs> wait, wait, she's the wife of, of who? The, the episode's the director. director. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. But, like, the, it's such, it's so weird. Like, the character is so weird that I'm like, oh, yeah, that's somebody Mulder could talk to on, like, a creepy sex chat room. Oh. I buy that. Um, but then, like, like, it's strange to see somebody have less chemistry with David Duchovny yeah. than Gillian Anderson. It's like, really yes. weird. Because usually what they do is they just have the woman, like, really trying to get up on him. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that kind of compensates for his ability to act. But she's just kind of doing her own weird thing. And in some way, it's almost more believable and less believable. Because yeah. I'm like, it's she's really that much weird. of a weirdo. It's really weird. It, it, was, it weirded me out because I, w- I was... What I didn't expect is what we got, which is she didn't really say anything. She wasn't talkative. If this person is someone who's like into him and into his stuff, I mean, mm. it. and also when we get, I don't know if I'm skipping ahead. Sorry, Claire, to step on your toes. But <laughs> it, when, when we get to a part where Scully says that she's clearly enamored with him, what are you talking yeah, about? I, I didn't no see it at idea. all. When she said that, I was really confused. Uh-huh. That is the most asinine conclusion to draw this person shows less emotion than than Mulder somehow magically somehow manages to do this and you're saying that oh man she's really into you what whatever yeah uh so yeah we find out in the scene that Karen's the one that sent Mulder the um the the case and talks about how uh weird it is about the intelligence of this uh, dog and that's far superior to ours. Um, what? Is yeah. it? No. What? In what way? Like, because they be- because they develop language and writing? No. And I like Scully's like, intelligent enough to murder. You know, you're the crazy... <laughs> the very investigation discovery uh, uh, line as well. Murder doesn't yeah. take intelligence. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah. well, sneaky, sneak. I would, so I would posit that sneaky murder does. <laughs> <laughs> Trickster murder. Trickster murder, baby. Murder, yeah. Oh my gosh, we just realized this dog was murdering whilst having a discussion with Noam Chomsky about international politics. Wow. Wow, absolutely. Online. Huh. Um, and then yes, and doing it much better than Sam Harris. About, uh, a dole. <laughs> and Karen brings out the Wen Wen Shang dole. <laughs> That it's everybody. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yes. That's all I could ever think of in the whole, the whole episode. Of break, I say that. Uh. Uh, and then, yes, we find out that they've met online. Two professionals and, exchanging and, information. And Scully gets all judgy online. Uh, huh? Yeah. Uh, well, we said earlier, like me and Tammy were saying, as soon as you have a female character in an episode flirting with Mulder, even though this woman doesn't even do that, <laughs> Scully automatically becomes super, like, like jealous. And it's like, For oh, no writers. reason. <sighs> it's the worst. It, it's, it is what I remember as being 
the worst weird incongruity about the X-Files because, you know, you put all this pseudoscience stuff in the garbage can. Yeah, yeah. But when you're, when you're looking at, at why people do the things they do, the one thing that never made any sense to me was Scully being jealous. Yeah. No, because it make any sense oh my god she could do so much better yeah. and, and she does she, knows she does it. Same, right? <laughs> and she <laughs> knows it well yeah but even outside your head canon right it's like like well, even character. that guy that guy that she had really good chemistry with that was played by john piper ferguson they had more chemistry in one episode than Mulder and scully have had in in six seasons yeah so it, so there's all this stuff being forced down our throats with regards to Scully being jealous, and and later on she says, uh, "Don't underestimate, uh, don't don't underestimate a woman. They can be tricksters too." Where does that sex uh, yeah, come I from? No, I, I did not like that line. Oh. That was the worst line. Like. I- the Ugh. dudes running the X-Files are like the worst white 90s dudes ever. <laughs> what's just Like, what's up, white 90s dudes? Having yeah, fun? Cool? Exactly. Um, we then see Officer... Fiedler, who's Fiedler, 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 sorry, because he's gonna feed the thing when it eventually. So, (laughs) so he's chucking something out down an alley. It looks like something scavenging, and uh, when he goes down there, he's we find out he's from the U.S. Fish and Wildlife, um, and (laughs) asking the shadowy man figure uh, if they've seen a dog, and. Ask, uh, sir, can you hear me? Can you hear me? And then the dog turns into, or sorry, the man turns into a dog. The With extremely shape. pointy ears. Yes. Yeah. Yes, so <laughs> Which it I could, kind uh, of piss thought was really off. funny. Yeah, it did piss me off. Thanks for reminding me, Illyrio. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, that's my job. <laughs> I think. Anyway. Uh, so the next day we've got Scully and Mulder talking to uh, Officer Khan again, who is <laughs> such a jerk. He really. You know, this doesn't happen here every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> why are you guys such callous assholes? Yeah. Don't you realize this guy is dead? I feel like you get into the fish and wildlife game. Like, <laughs> I don't, I, I don't know. I, I feel like when people start dropping, you're like you're like, wait a minute, this is not what I signed off for. <laughs> I signed for yeah. a free fishing license yeah. and the ability to hang out in the woods with other assholes. <laughs> Basically, uh, uh, writing tickets to guys who aren't wearing their uh, their, their fluorescent orange vests. Yeah, right. It's like uh, the, the thing is, isn't this like in a city? What? Why? Why is it like essentially what I assume to be park rangers doing all this work? Wouldn't you call like animal control, yeah. which is like yeah. a different department? So. You know, mm-hmm. like. Uh, Mr. Toombs. Yeah, the only, the only reason <laughs> I, I think that they're oh, involved yeah. is because it was an import from China. Mm, That's the true. only reason yeah. I can think of why why the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Services would be involved is because it's kind of like more of a government. Um, yeah, it could be animal bringing it over diseases and whatnot. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Versus oh, just they did mention control. a non-quarantined animal. Ah. So okay. I guess worried about that. that that's the only reason but otherwise yeah i don't i don't understand. well it looks like these writers have really crossed their t's and dotted their eyes <laughs> <laughs> or am i used to just trying to figure out why that they do the things that they do i don't know um so yeah so we also find out uh officer Khan. he doesn't want to catch it he wants to kill it what a jerk oh, yeah. yeah i was like what a dick guys i don't know if you've ever had to deal with like animals that aren't yours that do things they shouldn't be doing but 
I've never, I've never had a sense of bloodlust towards an animal, uh, and and it's it's really, I mean, this thing is not, it's not conniving, it's not malevolent, it's just, it's just doing what it does, right? It's a murderer, Illyrio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Illyrio. Listen, you keep thinking like that, Illyrio, and you know what's gonna happen? Doggy nine eleven. <laughs> <laughs> How many? Wait, what date would that be in dog years? Uh, <laughs> Never I uh, Karen Berkeley shows up. Scully walks away. She's like, "Yeah, I'm out of here." Uh, she's she, definitely not here to see me, so yeah. I'm going to leave. What? Yeah. Uh, Karen makes a joke about dog eats dog catcher stories all over the news this morning. It's kind of uplifting. What? Mm. <laughs> and Mulder, of all people, doesn't actually get that that's a joke. Yeah, and then oh, so like he's really awkward film. about it, and then she's like, "Well, it was, it was a joke." I'm I mean, sorry. you guys realize these two are perfect for each other. Yeah, right? they really like. They, they really, really. Yeah, are. they really like, are. If they only had chemistry. <laughs> no, but that's why I mean that they're perfect for oh, each other yeah. too, so right? Gross. The complete absence of chemistry. They're oh. just with... they're just going to be in separate rooms having weird internet cyber <laughs> sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, I never thought that. of that. That's exactly right. The, the, are you ready to plug in? Sure am. <laughs> uh. Um. So we got uh, Karen talking about that this is a classic dominant alpha uh, territorial behavior. That's the title of the episode. Uh, so <laughs> even though that these uh, attacks have been miles apart. Um, so, yeah. There's that. And... Uh, I, I don't know. Karen's worried about someone killing this animal before they have a time to uh, find it. Detweiler also is there. <laughs> oh boy. Yep. And Karen is questioning him. How did you even catch it? This extinct animal. <laughs> so. And he's like shifty McGee like. Yeah. Ehh. We tranquilized it after, after tracking, tracking it, it for two weeks. Yeah, yeah. You know, two weeks. Uh, I feel. What like are this... you, Kate from Lost? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this episode tries to like. Ooh, it's it. We definitely we we know pretty early on. Okay, it's a were dog. Um, we're yeah. like, is it him or is it her? Which one of them is the were dog? But they don't really. Well, my actually, I I have a note that says um. I, it can't be Detweiler. It just seems so obvious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because it was so obvious that it was him. Yeah. yeah. I thought we were supposed to do a little twist and find out it's her the whole time. And I thought at the air, skipping ahead, sorry guys, but you know when she's like, oh, come at me, bro, with the dog, and it like <laughs> yeah. runs, runs at her um, and pushes her out the window. I thought it was because she wanted to be yeah. become a were-doll because she's ill and all this, and she's, like, so into dogs and stuff. She's like, oh, yeah, I can be a, a were-dog thing. But no. <laughs> um, yeah, and then we have, like, a couple weird things in that scene, too. So Detweiler calls Berquist a strange bird, which I tend to call <laughs> people strange birds, and I was like, stop Are using my phrase! Are you do that, Tammy? <laughs> Yes, that's exactly what I mean. Is sexist. Tammy's mad sexist, you guys. She's always like, it's "Women, get back in the kitchen. Make some sandwiches." <laughs> and then um, we also have this weird interaction with Khan being all crazy, and Detweiler telling him that you kill that dog and I'll kill you. It is yeah. 
The, it is so I weird. I did say yikes. I love it. Out of nowhere. Because, like, mm-hmm. the camera yeah. is, like, like on both of them, like, like close up, and they both have such weird-looking faces. <laughs> like, I mean, look at this guy. That one has yeah. a weird face anyway. Yeah. Like, it's so, it's oh. so uneven and bizarre. I love it. Yeah. When, when we get evidence that there are five toes instead of four, mm-hmm. uh, did, did anyone else flash back to Chain of Command, the Star Trek Next Generation episode? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> that, oh, that's when uh, Captain Jean-Luc Picard is ki- is uh, taken hostage by some uh, evil Kardashians. <laughs> I forget. There are non-evil Kardashians? And, uh, and there, he's tortured into saying that there oh, are five yeah. lights when there are just four lights being uh-huh. shone in his face. And so in my, in my notes I have, there are four toes! <laughs> And it would make sense because Andrew Robinson played an evil Kardashian. <laughs> That's nice. Um, so, uh, the next scene is in Berkowitz's office. And, uh, uh, yeah. Before we get into the scene, because there's a lot of things to discuss, I have to discuss the line that blew my mind apart. <laughs> um, this is a large, rangy animal with primitive, even pre-evolutionary yes. aspects. Yes, I have what? that line as well. I was like, what are you talking about? Pre-evolutionary? Pre-evolutionary, guys. Come on. Uh, what does that mean? Come on, guys. It's really? got like, aspects don't pretend, of... Don't pretend like you don't know what pre-evolutionary means, guys. I mean, come on. So, so is she like a creationist? <laughs> Everybody knows what it means. It's like, you know, the way things were before evolution started. Oh, yeah, of you know. Course. Yeah, yeah. You know, you 1851. Know. That's when everything <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, it has aspects of things, you know, before the accretion disc cooled uh, and the planet formed so that uh, um, chemicals could start, like, uh, uh, what are you saying? Pangea for life, man. The, when uh, she said that line, I, uh, like, like you, Brad, I was like, what is happening? What is, that like, is someone writing down a word and basically being Ficini. Just not uh, knowing what it means. Like, yeah. It pre- so you're going to... Ass- I, I, that means that I just love imagining now that this like this woman that's like obsessed with dogs is a creationist that doesn't... Bo- like the... Like, it's like, it's like the Creation Museum, where they're like, yeah, yeah, of course, uh, dogs uh, evolved from wolves, but uh, wolves were a starting point. God made wolves. Um, <laughs> so, some, yeah, some, 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 yeah, they changed over time, but it's not evolution. It's just kind of little baby evolution. Yeah, little, little baby. baby. Little, wolves little turned teens, into dogs, but. Little teens evolution. Yeah, but God made <laughs> wolves, obviously. Science fact. Yep. Oh. Yeah, it's a little painful. Wait. Uh. But yeah, so they they see that it's got the five, the fifth toe. Uh, okay. Ah! Uh, yeah. Oh and, um, what could it mean? Yeah. It means it can give a little thumbs up when it wants to. <laughs> <laughs> I would give anything. I would give. Anything. I need someone to draw that stat. No, we, we cut. Okay, end of the episode. We cut back to the hospital room. <laughs> yes. And uh, that guy, because like, where 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 is he? I can't. Um, the patient's missing. The patient's missing. And then you see a dog. <laughs> and then it fade to black. Created by Chris Carter. I thought you should mention it that. There is an amazing. alternative ending to this yes. episode. Yeah. <gasps> really? It, yeah, yeah it it's on the DVDs. Ooh. Have you seen it? No, but I've read about it. Oh, you have to tell us about it. I'm trying to find my note. <laughs> It's on the wiki. 
Is it where she becomes a weirdo? Yeah. This episode has uh. not ending in that the episode doesn't stop with Mulder looking at the poster, but with Khan turning around in his bed to reveal Khan. that he was affected by the doll. Yes! That's what should happen. That's what makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And this can be seen on the DVD box. Mm. Right on the box? I have, I have the DVD box. I can't see it. Mm. <laughs> look, for the, look for the dog giving a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in school, kids. <laughs> please let him. Please let him give an inspirational message to kids. <laughs> Stay in school, Don't kids. Do drink your milk. <laughs> I'm gonna get on my skateboard now. Wow! I forgot safety with the Wang Chang doll. <laughs> Stop! Oh, Don't touch. God. Tell an adult. <laughs> That'd be so good. If you see something, say something. Okay, so then you got... So in this scene also, um, the image that I'd like to erase from my head forever and always is Mulder putting his hand over Burquist's hand to move the mouse. It's horrible. It's super hot. so gross. And so, like, awkward. They're both so awkward about it. And even, like, Scully, who... I guess is supposed to be jealous. Even she looks at it like, oh, this is just awkward. <laughs> it, it would be the, the sex scene between the two of them would be the most embarrassing thing to watch. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So they talk about the Duclaw having no purpose, and Burkwist says, I'm told this animal went in and out of closed buildings. <laughs> and so she dismissed the idea of murder. And I left a skateboard track. <laughs> Whoa! Watch out, kids! Whoa! Always wear a helmet. <laughs> Thumbs up! I don't know. I think it was 99. Probably rollerblades at this point. Aw. <laughs> yeah. And then there's the... Uh, she talks about the, the myth of the doll, that it's evil, it's capable of opening doors, stealing wives, <laughs> and disappearing <laughs> into thin air. <laughs> hey, baby! How about laying a smacker on me? Let's go! Yeah, you no, know, in my mind... All I all I heard when 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 I heard stealing wives is, hey, let's make up an animal to explain why I murdered my wife and hid the body. Yeah, yeah I'm sure that's. Oh, she was stolen that's... by a mystical dog. Cops <laughs> <laughs> hey, coming for my terrible life. Did you leave your back gate open again, yep. Tammy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh god, they're coming. Ah. Whoa! I'm being pursued by the cops! I guess I shouldn't have stole the chief of police's wife! Whoa! Come on, baby, let's go! (laughs) (laughs) Um, This is also the scene where they're sitting in the car and Scully's asking Mulder, well, how well do you really know her? Uh. You're, you know. Smuller's like, mm. you're suggesting that this case was a way to get me out here to meet me? Whoa. <laughs> Stranger things have happened on catfish. I, yeah, that. true. Cool phone, bro. Catfish. Oh, it'd be great if, if they turned up the catfish guy. <laughs> and, like, like, if it was a catfish episode, that'd be awesome. Okay, new season of X-Files is coming. Can we please get an X-Files catfish crossover? <laughs> Listen, X-Files needs to appeal to a younger ge- demographic, a younger generation. What better way than to have a tie-in with catfish? Hey, I tried amazing. to watch Catfish, and I just couldn't get over how annoying that guy is. Sorry. 
Which one, Neve? Which one? Neve, Neve it, or whatever. It better be yeah, Neve. I was like, yeah, don't you how, dare fucking how talk hot about is Max. Max. Max is super hot. Oh, right so time. hot. <gasps> yeah. Oh, so nice. That's, that's why I watch. <laughs> 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 He's so pretty. Ah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Okay. So, <laughs> but yeah, Scully Ooh. says she's enamored of uh, Mulder. Don't underestimate a woman. They can be tricksters too. Ugh. That's a horrible. Line. Shut up, sexist yeah. Scully. Yeah. yeah. So weird. So the next scene, we're at an animal clinic, and uh, we got Detweiler coming in, and one of the dogs, like, going Hello. crazy. I'm a random stranger. Do you have animal tranquilizers I can <laughs> yes. purchase very quickly? I think there's a little girl in my neighborhood I'd like to date. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Also, when he tells uh, the one lady, can't you control your dog? Oh, oh my God. Fuck you, yeah. dude. Don't tell somebody how to, like, take care of their animal. Yeah, I'm like, uh, that's because you're a creeper, and this dog knows it. Even if you weren't a doll, yeah. you're just a creepy guy. This dog knows yep. you. This dog knows. <laughs> yeah, so it's usually a well-behaved dog. So the doctor. I says. don't know what's going on. Yeah. It just hates cryptozoologists <laughs> and pe- and people trying to commit insurance fraud. And uh, yeah, so they. they this doctor just goes ahead and he's like, here's some tranquilizers. <laughs> That's all yeah. I got. Uh, well, these do. I mean, uh, I don't have exactly what you need. And instead of calling the authorities, I'll just yeah, tell then you he's something like, else. Can I ask what these are for? <laughs> yeah, no, none of that. Oh, I, I, I'm, can I mention I'm in a hurry? Yeah. Need some, you need some ketamine? Yeah. Cool. Uh. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then we, the doctor has heard about the dog that's been attacking people. I hope it's not that thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is. Okay, great, thanks. Yeah, and even the doctor's like, you're not looking for it around here, right? <laughs> yes, yes I am. Yeah. Oh, thanks yeah. for relaying my uh, suspicions. Great. Yep. And then we just see the clinic later on in the evening, and they're closing up shops. Stop the, the presses! Why in the world would you lock <laughs> the back door with a chain instead of just having a deadbolt installed? That makes no <laughs> sense to me. No clue. It's absolutely ridiculous. How is a trickster dog going to get in that way? <laughs> mm. Um, And the doctor goes around saying goodnight to all the dogs. Sparky, Aww. Dino, Buck. Aww. <laughs> Terrible dog names. Terrible. What? <laughs> Come on. Buck? Buck is a great name. Ah. If you got a big dog, Buck is a good you name. You shouldn't have a big dog. That's gross. Oh, I love big dogs. Big dogs are the best. Oh. Yeah. I want a big dog. Um. Don't say that so loud. Your <laughs> dogs might hear you. <laughs> <laughs> You'll hurt their little doggy feelings. Little doggy oh. feelings. Uh, so... <laughs> We get Officer Khan who's shown up there, <laughs> and he's going in the back with his gun raised, ready to yeah, attack, like, you know, whatever. Dude, it's it's not like, I mean, um, okay. Um, I know cops are, like, used to going in, guns are blazing, but it's a, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a vet clinic. Like, you're going to shoot the wrong dog. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah and that's exactly what happens. And I was like, or like, is oh. it? It's like this dude is such like a fucking like useless coward because like <laughs> I, I like I get that there's a dangerous animal loose that has killed yeah. people, 
Um, you have your gun out, but like it's just walking around. If it starts coming at you, then shoot its face off. Absolutely. Where's his? Where's his ridiculously gun, oversized though? net? That's true. That's true. But like, I'm even willing to give it. If it starts coming at you, shoot its face off. It's killed a lot of people. It's dangerous. <laughs> no, All right, just... fine. Fine. But it's just walking nets. around. It's just oh, a big net. <laughs> yes. I can see a single <laughs> big net. I agree with you, but I'm saying you should. You at least have to wait until it starts coming towards you. Yeah. You can't just shoot a dog that's walking around. Like, listen, it's not selling loose cigarettes. Like, what are you doing? There are no tunnels <laughs> painted on the side of mountains or anything. Yeah. Oh, I'd love that. Um. Beep, so, beep. yeah, Officer Khan <laughs> shoots the uh, buck. Right. He unloads or, his weapon or or into someone. a dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those dog names, Duke, Buck, I don't even know, uh, ends up being the St. Bernard, and so the doctor is able to fix <laughs> fix up the dog. <laughs> but yeah, Without he, shaving I'm, the I'm, area? I'm sh- I don't think no, so. No, anyway. without shaving the area, and I'm actually shocked, because like as much as that... <laughs> That cop just unloaded his yeah. gun into the I, I was immediately suspicious. I was like, wait a minute. These, he's even trying to put together what's left of that Swiss cheese dog? <laughs> I guess Khan was just a really bad shot. Khan. Well, but like, it's sh- later we find out it actually was the wear yeah. dog. Oh, Odo the dog. It's, it's. Right? I love when Duke morphs from <laughs> from the dog into like the wolf thing. Yeah. I laugh so hard. <laughs> it's so dumb. It was so oh. stupid and I was just like, oh, I guess it could shapeshift into all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, and also uh, we see that Duke has attacked, well, not Duke, but the Dole, has attacked uh, the doctor, the vet as well. And also, Scully's there, and she's like, hey, Mulder, come take a look at this. (laughs) Why? Why does he have to come take a look at it? You could just tell him, hey, the doctor's dead, or whatever. Hey, take a look at this. We got another dead guy. Huh. Yeah. How about that? What do you think your girlfriend thinks of that? She didn't uh, pronounce him dead, though. She said they'll call the paramedics. Scully is not going to call the paramedics. Like, shouldn't you be like... Next to him, trying to revive him or, or stop Do the bleeding. Yeah, I feel like like Scully took a bet that she wasn't going to pronounce anybody dead this week because there's so <laughs> many times in this episode where it's like you could have. She wants to, but yeah. she doesn't. Yeah. Yep. So uh, the next scene, we've got Karen in her dark office Duh. and she's uh, looking at a computer monitor, and Scully's there, and Scully tries to call her out on stuff. I don't know. It was so weird. Because I was still confused how we thought that she was into Mulder. So. And it's like Scully has her own genie in this episode because yeah. she works out yeah. this stuff That she's about... photosensitive, yeah, and that she yeah. must have lupus. Hey, guess no, what? I got you. You're, you've got fucking lupus. That's right. I <laughs> called you out. You looper. I thought it was Lyme disease, but no, no, I know for sure you have lupus. <laughs> Filthy lupus-infested monster. And rewatching this episode, getting to this line, um, I now remembered that I did watch this episode when it aired, and it was the first time I'd ever heard the term lupus before. Mm-hmm. So really what this is, is not a really shitty episode of The X-Files. It's a very special episode of The X-Files. <laughs> hey, little Lirio, hope you learned a lesson about lupus. Thumbs up. See ya. Woo! <laughs> Um, I want this to be a character in the show. (laughs) Thumbs up, dog. (laughs) With a skateboard. So, 
I know earlier, Illyrio, you mentioned watching uh, soap operas. That yeah. was the first time I heard about lupus was via a soap opera. I swear it was like One Life to Live or something. Oh, yeah. And uh, somebody had lupus. And I was like, what is that? The hell? Uh, but yeah, so. I remember an episode of Catfish where they where a woman had lupus. <laughs> did she have lupus or did she have lupus? Oh, no, she had lupus. Oh, yeah? Dapo <laughs> gave her a lot of free time to catfish for her bed. <laughs> Oh, to wear so all sad. the denim. <laughs> to wear lots of denim. Well, I didn't know that lupus makes you wear denim, no, no, but apparently. One of, one of the treatments is like a Jay Leno fashion styles. Hey, uh, you know, I uh, really thought that uh, that was a really uh, good uh, style choice there. You know. Oh. But uh, me and Mavis, uh, you know. Uh, yeah. Mavis. Oh. So at one point, <laughs> no, it's like he married his grandmother. Uh, at one point, um, um, Aaron turns to Scully and says, "I don't have your feminine wilds." Yes, and I, I said, "Shut up!" <laughs> Everyone lacks Scully's feminine wilds. No. <laughs> so that's just speak that's for yourself, Valeria. Just... Speak for yourself. <laughs> How dare you like Sorry, put me and Tammy in that? <laughs> Sorry, Tammy. Sorry, Brad. <laughs> I was hugely okay. offended. <laughs> uh, and Karen doesn't believe that Detweiler has ever caught the Wushang doll. <laughs> Wang sh- Wang Shang. Doll. Wang Chung tonight. The Wang Chung doll. And if it survived for over a century, it was because it was more cunning than man. Stop saying that this dog is smarter than people. Like, if it was smarter, th- then why isn't it doing something better than just, like, killing a bunch of people? Why isn't it taking and over here, the planet? And then that's the other thing. So Karen's actually trying to get back to the case because she feels weird around Scully as well. And that yeah. Scully's calling her out. And Scully just is, like, more cunning than you. And Karen's like, what? <laughs> and Scully just is like, I'm watching you. <laughs> I love oh. it. Scully did the pointing at her eyes. I know the pointing at her eyes. Oh, so good. And then Karen, you watch, but you don't see. And I'm like, oh, yep, she uh, belongs with Mulder. <laughs> what is this? <sighs> uh, so, yeah, that is something else. <clears throat> so the next scene, um, oh, at the vet, Mulder scraping something off the floor. What the I really hell? thought he was going to taste it. Me too. Uh, yeah. I was like, here he goes, here he goes, he's gonna eat the dog poop. <laughs> uh, so, the there's a scene with uh, Mulder and the dispatcher and Khan kind of talking, and Mulder is starting to figure out that Detweiler has something to do with it, because there was um, tranquilizers found uh, missing from Detweiler, obviously. And later on, we find out that, I guess, Detweiler had given himself tranquilizers. Yeah. Yeah. And um, wanted to also take that bloody goop to the lab and have it checked out, of course. Yeah. So we're uh, at the hospital, and uh, Mulder and Detweiler are there. Well, uh, we Khan gets a uh, oh, dog yeah. attacked. Khan gets attacked. I'm sorry. Uh, Another dog attack. I think you mean Khan! <laughs> yeah, so Khan gets attacked at the hospital. Uh, Mulder is like looking at Del- Weiler like, 
well, what are you doing here? <laughs> Which now we re- now in retrospect, being looking back, he's like he wants to be like, hey, um, when you wake up, P.S. You're aware, dog. Now, um, yeah. just so you know, I'm the alpha dog. Ergo, I've just peed on your bed. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, so so basically, this this episode was originally ended with the Michael Jackson thriller eyes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Oh. See, that's I want. That would that. have been awesome. Yeah. So, is this the point where Mulder <laughs> confronts Detweiler and tells him you're the doll? Uh, yeah, I guess because he says uh, you aren't hunting this animal. You know very well it can't be caught. And at this point, he can't quite figure out, except for Karen. She mm-hmm. knows what was in the cage, and she knows it must be killed. And that's a thought you can't bear. So. That was the other thing. Like I'm like Mulder, if you know this is a dole and the dole is killing people that are threatening it, why would you basically set Karen up to be killed? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're an exactly idiot. And at this point, I wrote Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. <laughs> Mulder, uh, no, you become <laughs> the trickster, a shape shifting man who becomes an animal. I just I just want this to turn into Wolf, and I just want him to like piss on Mulder's shoe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I'm convinced oh, Jack Nicholson suggested they do that, by the way. I don't Definitely. think that's in the original script. Uh, I'm going to piss on someone's James shoes. James happy to movie. go with it. James Spade is like, mm, okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll go with it. I know, right? <laughs> and for some reason, Karen is going to the hospital to visit Khan as well. I, I'm not sure because she's in the hospital now as Detweiler leaves. We saw we saw like a photo of them like together like earlier. Oh, did we? Yeah, we saw like mean. they're friends. They established oh. that with a photograph. Really? I think it was like at the clinic. It's like her with a bunch of dogs, and she's like, "Thanks, pal. You're great oh, yeah, yeah, for helping yeah, out yeah. with dogs yeah. or something. I don't know. I uh, like you almost as much as dogs." No one was caressing her face in the pictures. That's why. I forgot yeah, I probably just didn't notice yeah. the picture of no one. Have we gotten to the part where Scully's basically asleep? Uh, no, or not yet. Okay. Almost. Please let me know when we're there. Yes, no problem. We're just where uh, Detweiler leaves and Karen says, I protected you as long as I could. I won't any longer. Can we talk about, like, I understand she's got the sun lupus. Oh, yeah, but um, she's wearing the crazy But, like, outfits. the hat and the scarf and the trench coat. <laughs> um, listen. She I looks just... like when the Ninja Turtles were trying to blend in as humans. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, like she pulled those clothes out of like the dog bed, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, it's terrible. Oh, so um, Karen says. Oh, so the next scene is Karen sitting at her computer, um, and Mulder is there with her, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, these two are just gross together. Mm-hmm. Um, Mulder says, uh, I'm sensing something myself. I'm thinking maybe I've been misled that you haven't totally been honest with me. <laughs> My genie told me. Yeah. Um, Karen says that she's been honest with him, but maybe not herself. Mm. She was looking forward to meeting him. She just wouldn't admit to it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, she's not sure... She's questioning what she knew it, that she just knew that it couldn't be a dog that was mm-hmm. responsible for the killings. And Mulder says, It's Detweiler, isn't it? And she's like, Yes. It's <laughs> two fucking weirdos. You know, uh, she, <laughs> she's probably one of the 14 people that subscribed the Lone Gunman's newsletter. Oh, yeah. I bet. <laughs> like, how else would she even know who Mulder is? That's hilarious. Yes, that's probably dead on. 
Um, and Karen also says that basically, once she finds out that it's a man, she's like, oh, he must be put down. <laughs> it's when she changes her stance on totally. capturing the animal or not. It's like, you're such a weirdo. Um, and Karen thinks, tells Mulder that really, uh, he must be going back to the hospital to kill Khan. And yes, and Mulder goes to the hospital and tells Scully to meet him. You know um, what she is? She's a liar, liar, pencil. <laughs> <She's a> liar. <laughs> Can, I, I'm about to make a suggestion um, that I can't believe I'm about to say. Do you know what would have made this a better episode? Anything. If, if this wasn't Mulder and Scully episode, if this was a lone gunman episode, and this is Frohickey <laughs> trying to meet up with this girl he met up on the internet. Oh, yeah! Because I could see, I could see yeah. them together. Like it's just as weird. Like oh, he would have been all over. Yeah, too. it would have been. It would have. Th- this should have been a long gunman episode. Should have. You were right. See, Brad, this is why you're the critically acclaimed international award-winning playwright, and we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Science fact. <laughs> uh so yeah, so they're gonna. Scully and Mulder are sitting around the hospital waiting for anything to happen <laughs> with Khan. And guess later on, um... Oh, and Scully's still saying, well, you know, Mulder, the only thing Karen Burke was interested in is you. It's like, shut <sighs> up already uh, with this story. Not like just, buying it. Yeah. Don't be You're jealous. You're kidding yourself if you think that she hasn't manipulated this entire situation for her own purposes. Well, Scully, why are you why are you jealous of the gross, older, lupus-infected <laughs> shut-in that can't go out in sunlight? It makes no sense <laughs> like, whatsoever. I mean, not to put a fine point on it, but she's like one step away from a bridge troll. <laughs> Literally. I mean, Moda should be jealous of, of Skinner because he's the well, stingray. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, why is Scully... Yeah, why is she jealous anyway? Because she has got the stingray over Mulder. Yep. All right, and now we've gotten to the scene, uh, Illyria, where Scully's asleep. <laughs> At the exact moment that Scully kind of woke up from being asleep. I was actually writing down in my notes, bored now. (laughs) (laughs) And I look up, and there she is, waking up, like, waking herself up. I'm like, yes! Kindred spirits! (laughs) Because I I don't know when it happened, but at a certain point, I was just like, fuck this episode. I'm so fucking Mm. bored. This should be so much less boring. It really, it uh-huh. really was so boring. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, Mulder then realizes, like, oh, Karen tricked me. <laughs> yep. She's really setting us all up. Uh, Khan's fine. Uh, she's some kind of trickster. She's uh-huh. some kind of trickster. Scully um, was right. Do you think that Karen also liked Mulder because his name was Fox? Oh, definitely. <laughs> she's, she's a weirdo, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um... She probably has a crush on Matthew Fox and Scott Wolf from Party of Five as well. <laughs> nice. And Peter show. Coyote, the other actor. <laughs> Whose voiceover work is uh, all over the place, by the way. It's really quite amazing. He's very good. Um, So we see her at her house. Mulder calls. She just picks up the phone and we can kind of hear him talking that um, uh, she... He wants her to lock her doors, but really, she's left her doors wide open. Wide open. So the dog can come on in. And, uh, yes, come on, dog, come on. <sighs> all of that, all of those close-up establishing shots of her 
putting the dart in the tranquilizer gun yeah. with the mm. special dart pushing stick. <laughs> Whatever it is. Like, like, like it was a revolutionary war uh, musket. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry, Claire. Uh, war of the Rebellious Colonies musket. Um, <laughs> just. Uh, that's, that's fine. And then she puts it down. Yep. Here's another question. Um, the dog leaps at her, pushes her out the window. How does the dog end up under her and impaled? Well, they were side by side. No. Yeah, they were kind of like a couple feet away from each other. In the end. Yeah, but yeah, but the, she was underneath when they went out the window. Yeah, but, you know, twisting and turning yeah. through the... What was it, 12 feet? It wasn't that far, was it? I don't no. think it was that far. No. Maybe so 12 and a half feet? Twelve and a half. Also, feet. like you, like there was. Time, I mean, he was a wolf at the time. They changed into a human. I don't know when that in mid air or like post post lot, impaling. A lot, a lot of things could have happened during that fall. Because um, let me tell you, the odds of a dog landing on that whatever it is and being yeah. impaled back are very, very slim. Yeah. Yeah. Dogs are not shaped in that way. This is also a, a dog that like took like eighty five bullets earlier. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so Mulder yeah. and Scully uh, get to Karen's house and see Detweiler impaled, which was disgusting. And uh, Berkowitz. He's wearing his little tiny underwear. With this little tiny underwear, which. which <laughs> clearly, I mean, that had to have been a mistake, right? I don't like, know, because I swear, he, I mean. The wear wear. Yeah, like, <laughs> I feel like sometimes he shapeshifts with his clothes. I, I mean. <clears throat> You know, this episode, I, I don't think a lot of thought went into no. it, um, <laughs> especially not on the finer points of any of it. Yeah. So, yeah. mad. Uh, so, and then Karen is uh, dead there on the ground. Uh, so Ooh. the next scene is in the X-Files office, and uh, Mulder just is sad Mulder, I guess. Uh, <laughs> you, you have to, it has to be implied. Yeah. Yeah. Scully's leaving and then says, hey, this came for you in the mail. And it was... I'm actually kind of surprised that as jealous as Scully was, that she didn't want to, like, stick around to find out what Berkowitz had um, Ted mailed him. Oh, no, because you don't want to know. Because it might be some, like, weird yeah. like weird dog porn poster oh, I guess. Or well, then, like, um, then maybe that's why she scurried I have a as question. quick as she did. Is this something that we're supposed to be believe she mailed before this occurred? Or is this... Like her secretary's taking care of her personal effects and literally took the poster off the wall and mailed it to him. I thought maybe that she had become the wear doll and then had mailed it because she's like gone to, you know, she's now cured of her lupus and has gone to live out in the woods or whatever as a wolf because that's what she wanted and mailed this to him. Mm. I don't yeah, know. I. I just assume that while he was there, she had, like... I mean, because they were there for a couple of days, so mm -hmm. she had sent it at that point. Maybe realizing what she was going to do. I don't know. Uh, also, Scully has a weird line here, too. She talks about, you know, um, Karen feeling that Mulder and Karen were kindred spirits. She may not have been able to express that to you. Maybe what she did was the highest form of compliment. What? What? What give you an I want to believe poster? No, because okay. she didn't know about the poster. So her her uh, like sacrificing lying. herself. Yes, uh, tricking you, 
tricky. Yeah, lying lying about uh, the going after Khan and really knowing that was coming after her. Right. How is that the highest form mm-hmm. of compliment? I don't know. That's really no weird. idea. Uh, no idea. Every once in a while, Scully has some really just odd lines, like Mulder kind of lines that I don't understand what they're trying to say. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So, in this case, the episode ends with Mulder having hanging the "I want to believe" poster, and then yes, what Illyria said was that we should have ended with Khan and his glowing eyes. Bye. You know, definitely on an index card somewhere was like, oh, we need to get the poster back. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's meant to be a real punch the air fan moment. Yeah. But I'm yeah. just like, oh, okay. Ugh. Yeah, because when he put it up, I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. That poster burned. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about that poster. Yeah. So. But uh, I'm not a real fan, apparently, so <laughs> that might be why. You fake fans. Again, we end this episode... Fan. Frohickey brings the poster to Mulder. Just, I, I should have been along. Yeah. Like, this is, it's such a dumb episode. Like, if you're gonna have, like, a lame idea like this, let the lone gunman have wacky antics. Like, mm-hmm. uh, Cause there's, there's a Frohickey fro- love interest episode, much like a Wilson Fisk awkward date. Like, I'm <laughs> down with, I'm down with that being a premise of an episode. Frohickey meets a woman on the internet, and it turns out she's like in a werewolf mystery. Like, I'm down <laughs> with that episode. I'm mystery. down with that episode. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, because when we don't start having, when did we say the lone gun miss until season nine? Uh, eight. Okay. So yeah, so. It would have been a little early to set up a Lone mm-hmm. Gunman episodes, I guess. All right, so Mulder versus Scully. Um, I almost Scully have to had say the worst line she ever. really did. She really did because, mm-hmm. like, I, Scully was awful. Yeah, yeah. she had it, good hair, but that was about well, yeah, well, I mean, look, yeah, beautiful. but <sighs> thank you, Captain Obvious, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say Mulder. Thing. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna have to because they really just. Fucking just pre-evolutionary. Terrible. Oh. Hey, the monster of the week is whoever wrote pre-evolutionary. Are we agreed? S- yes. <laughs> I don't know who wrote who wrote this episode. Uh, hold on. Uh, written by Jeffrey Bell. What? Well, Jeffrey Bell, you are a monster. <laughs> monster. <laughs> is it is it Jeffrey or Geoffrey? No, it's Jeffrey. What? <laughs> Thanks for making me clarify, though. <laughs> <laughs> My brother-in-law is a Geoffrey. Best known for, uh, oh, he began his career on the X-Files, became writer-director-producer on Angel for really? the final two seasons. Wow. Oh, no, I wonder what that show's about. Maybe I'll seasons. find out this year again. He was executive producer on the pilot episode for the V remake. Really? Yeah. Oh, he worked on Alias. Okay, he's worked on some things. He's on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. now, uh... All right, all right, all right. Boy's done Bell. good for himself. Yeah, this is the first season he's written for the X Files. He wrote okay. the he wrote this episode and the Rain King. Baby steps, baby. Oh, Rain King! I yeah, Rain love King's. the Rain King. <laughs> Rain King yeah. was fun. Heart shaped tail, baby. Episode. And again, yeah, how, how this, many characters this... did she play in that episode? By the way, Brad, do we remember? <laughs> <sighs> and and again, this this. He wrote what, this ladies episode, and gentlemen, what but... you just heard was Brad having deuce chills. Oh my god! Yikes. Um, yeah, and Jeffrey 
Bell wrote this episode, but his original idea was scary dogs in a city, so I feel like this is quite the difference of what his idea was. Yeah, yeah. Is there a movie that was just released this year about that? White God. White God? Yeah, I really want to see that. Yeah, same here. I hear good things. Nope. Alright, so Mulder wins this episode. Um, (laughs) Not the season. Nope. Uh, Monster Runway. Who is the monster? Jeffrey Bell. Bell. Oh. <laughs> no, no, it it has to be uh, uh, Karen. <laughs> is it is it Karen or is it uh, is it um, Con? the guy like Con? the guy that's um he's he's a cryptozoologist he's committing insurance fraud. No, wait a second, the actual monster of the episode can't be the monster. <laughs> no. I was going to say, and if... This I, never happens here. And, and I don't know saying? if Karen's the monster. And I I can't say Jeffrey Bell. What about Frank Spotnitz? Because apparently Frank Spotnitz was the one that came up with this idea of Mulder and Berquist uh, developing a quasi-romance. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Frank. <laughs> ah, Frank, you've done some good work mm-hmm. in the past, but this week you're the monster. <laughs> Is, was, was it his wife? Who's, who's the director? Oh, uh, oh Merkel. Some, something some, Merkel. Uh, Merkel. <laughs> and, and Angela Merkel. Not Angela. Markle. 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 Peter Markle. Peter Markle. <laughs> Angela. Basically, it, the creators of the X-Files this <laughs> week. You are the monster. <laughs> uh, anyone that had a hand in this is a monster. Yeah, and there are monsters for, once again, possibly being able to do a werewolf episode, which I would love to see, a good werewolf episode, and once again, let down. And being super sexist uh, uh, and yeah. having an idea with Mulder having uh, any kind of relationship. Can, well, and having sorry. no idea what evolution is. I, I just want to talk about Peter Merkel for a second. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, partial filmography includes Hot Dog the Movie. <laughs> what? Yeah, Hot Dog the Movie. You know, Hot Dog the Movie from 1980. Of course it's from 1984. Oh boy. Oh, Isn't that when all the movies were made? This is that ski movie. What? Oh, oh actually, I do I know, know that, that movie because they've covered it on yeah. the late movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. By the way, Tammy and Brad. Yes. I, I recently watched Miami Connection. <laughs> nice. So, <laughs> therefore, I had to dig out the I'll watch this with Tammy and <laughs> <Yeah>. Dan <laughs> on Miami Connection. And uh, then just the other day, there was a wonderful Taekwondo demonstration <laughs> at this uh, <laughs> street fair down the block Ta- from my house. Yeah, with like little four, four, five, and six-year-olds breaking pieces of wood. And I was like, oh, man, if they only knew that friendship was forever. (laughs) Against the Ninja is one of the songs on my gym playlist. (laughs) Because when you're running on the cross trainer and then Against the Ninja comes on, you're flying on that cross trainer. Yeah, I I make sure that on my running playlists, I always have um, (laughs) every single montage uh, oh uh, yeah, orchestral piece from every bo- Rocky movie. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you've all, you know what? You've also got to have Illyrio on your running playlist. Is the remix of the Sonic the Hedgehog bonus theme because that will get you running, Illyrio. You need it um, on your on your playlist. Sonic the Hedgehog is the worst video game ever made. <laughs> but the music exactly will get you running, Illyrio. To play. It'll get you running. And it was just um, a cheap knockoff of Super Mario Brothers. Uh, it's just the worst. Sonic was the worst. Sonichu, however, might be worthwhile. Um, Sonic Two? No, Sonichu. Oh, never mind. Oh, okay. Um, additional fun fact. Um, so uh, Mulder's girlfriend in this episode. Um, it's it's the the one she was the reporter on the A Team. Oh, no. Triple A. Oh, oh yeah. 
No, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. For the first two seasons, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so um, the creators of the show for Monster Runway, scariness. Yeah, pretty scary. Scary, yeah. They get so much money, it's terrifying. <laughs> yes. Creativity? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on. Uh, okay. Uh, sex appeal. Ugh. No. No. Well, they have all that money. That's, that is true. <laughs> uh, maybe, 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 maybe. Uh, they not... could. They had the power to introduce Pennywise as the villain of the X Files, and they didn't do it. Therefore, they're not that creative. They are less creative than the canon that we have come up with. This oh, so much show. better. Hey, everybody! Woo! Thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that, that uh, dog, time that for feedback. Claire, feedback. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my hotmail open. <laughs> I thought you were singing the A Team theme then. What is that? It's my own that jazzified that? version of the Jeopardy theme. Yep. I was going to say, oh. some Jeopardy. I'm going to open my alpha thing. Scallies good 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 hotmail gonna open. I've I've opened waiting for you to stop stop scatting. Wow. Or Claire. Yikes. Uh thumbs up. Uh okay. Hey guys, I hope you guys have the subtitles back again on Netflix, or this opening scene won't make any sense. Okay, maybe they don't actually help that much. <laughs> Has Mulder given up his bedless apartment and now sleeps in his office? <laughs> this is not okay. The bad dog can kill the humans, but leave the golden retriever alone. Yes. I don't like Scully insinuating that only crazy people meet each other online. The crazy UFO man met the crazy dog woman in an online chat room, but then she's totally jealous of her. So weird. So is this guy like a werewolf or something? That's the reaction. Oh, you killed an innocent dog. No big deal. Oh, good. At least Beethoven didn't die. When Mulder told Scully he'll come here tonight, he sounded like Linus waiting for the Great Pumpkin. That ending was really dumb. He puts the poster back up like it's supposed to mean something. He never stopped wanting to believe, except maybe in that one episode. Until next time, Heidi. Thanks, Heidi. Thank you, Heidi. Heidi. Yeah, I don't really get the significance of the poster either. Yeah. It's like it's okay. fan service, isn't it all? Yeah. Because yeah. you know how many isn't people bought all? a copy of that poster. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, I know I yeah. did. Ugh. You know, it's still up in my mom's house. <laughs> 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 totally nice. is shame. Hey man, it was the nineties. Shame, we know your name. All right, we got a voicemail here. Hello, Intro 2X, my feedback for Alphas. Did anybody even try in this episode? Did they try at all? Just so bad. The woman, like, bad. The guy, Detweiler, bad. They named him to sound like a Rottweiler, and he's a dog. (laughs) Just, oh my god, just so bad. I don't even... I don't even think I paid attention for more than, like, five minutes. The acting was bad. The idea was bad. Everything was bad. It was just bad. Uh, zero out of ten for just being bad. <laughs> Not even anything fun between Mulder and Scully. They didn't even do anything silly. It was just bad. Ah, uh, goodbye. 
Thanks, Michael. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Wow. <laughs> okay, that was bad. Bad, bad. I just imagine he's sitting at home now with his, <laughs> his hands just going, bad, bad. <laughs> All right, uh, time for ratings. Illyria. Yeah. Ooh, I'm going to give this episode one. Ooh. <laughs> what, basically based on how uh, amazingly gorgeous Scully is uh, at this point in the X-Files. Um, and you're right, Claire, totally awesome hair. Uh, yep. One out of ten uh, canine-assisted uh, de-def- defenestrations. All right. <laughs> no, it's it was it was horrible. It was terrible. It was boring. Uh, yes. But Scully yes. was uh, very cute. One out of ten. Oh, Claire. Yeah, this episode was really dull, and I wanted a good werewolf episode, and it pissed me off that they don't know the breeds of animals. It annoyed me. Um, but on the bright side, they didn't have any Bichon Frises pieces, so that's good. And, um, so, yeah, I'd say three out of ten little doggy thumbs-ups. <laughs> Brad? Um, yeah, this episode was mad boring and, like, didn't make any sense, and the acting chops were really, really substandard. Um, I just gotta think, is it worse than, than like, Dreamland Part 2? Uh, is, is it worse yeah. than Bad Mythology? And I just don't, I don't, I think it was mostly inoffensive. This is an episode that y- you could put on in the background and do something else, like walk out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, on those standards, like, um, I'll go 4.5 out of 10 um, uh, too many ugly dogs in an episode of dogs. Uh, yeah, this, this episode was just mad boring. That's, I mean, th- that and the, uh, Scully line about women being tricksters, uh, <sighs> were just the two most offensive things about this episode. <laughs> that line and it being boring. Boring and sexist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... And I just don't like that they keep pushing Scully to be jealous. It makes absolutely no sense. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. I don't get it. Um, they had an idea, I guess. It sounded like they had like ten ideas and they couldn't yeah. pick one. Um, I really wish they would have a, a, an actual werewolf episode. Yeah, and I'm kind of struggling the same way Brad was with like some of the mythology I did enjoy Dreamland Part 1 and 2 better than this episode, only because at least it was doing... There was things that happened. Nora Dunn. Like this. Yeah, exactly. Nora Dunn. I mean, seriously. Like, that's definitely got to give it a lot more points than this You know you guys are saying it wrong, right? It's Nora Dunn! (laughs) Nora Dunn! (laughs) Um... I, I look at my scores and I'm like, oh, I gave one son two, but that's because they killed Spender. Yeah, so that was a crime. At yeah, that's was, cr- I mean, so. I mean, they didn't kill Spender in this I mean, episode. <laughs> uh, so I'll give it four out of ten. I don't know. <laughs> you guys are all being way too kind. Relationships. I I feel at least we got a th- thumbs up dog out out of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that wasn't officially in the episode, you guys. That doesn't matter. <laughs> it's how much joy do we derive from the episode. <laughs> doesn't matter where it comes from. If Fine. we had to pull it purely from the episode, nothing would ever get anything 
Neither was Teleco. Throwing um, so, parties. Well, we this is officially the, the lowest scoring episode this season with a 3.13. <laughs> it deserved lower. So, yeah. Terrible, 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 terrible. 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 It's terrible. Um, so. Brad, where was Teleco in this episode? I was I was trying to catch up with the dog on the skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> he was going so fast I could not keep up. I was you like, come any legs either, Teleco. Come back, puppy, come back. Come back. <laughs> I want to give you a hug and a gentle puppy kiss. Oh. And he said, Whoa! Try to keep up, buddy! <laughs> I had no idea that Teleco was from Mipos, by the way. I, I feel like the Meepo's <laughs> accent is much more um, offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so, um... Oh, this episode. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, Illyrio, are you staying around for Millennium Minute? Love to, but can't. Okay, no problem. So, uh, so hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Oh, thank it's been a lot you of for uh, being here. Where can <laughs> we find you on the internet? Well, when I'm not having ridiculous uh, audio glitches that make me think I'm muted when I'm not... Um, I am on the Last Word podcast with Chris and Lirio, where we are uh, discussing in great length um, Press Gang, Stephen Moffat's uh, first ever show on the television. And it's from the 80s and 90s, and it is fantastic. Nice. It's great. It really is. Lastwordpodcast.com. And it's British. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Cool. Well, thank you so much again, then, Illyrio, for Thanks for having for me, you guys. Us. Thanks, Illyrio. Love the show. Keep it up. We'll, we'll try. We're almost Can't wait for season eight. Can't wait for season eight. <laughs> wow. Oh, can't nice. wait till you guys get to season eight. Hey, you were excited mm-hmm. about season six, and I have thoroughly enjoyed season six. Yeah. So I'll believe you. <laughs> yep, definitely will. Awesome. Right, guys. Thanks. I'm going to hang up now. All right, Goodbye. Cool. Bye. All right. Thumbs up. <laughs> See you, dude. <laughs> All right, Claire, uh, even though you didn't watch it, what was on Millennium this week? <laughs> okay, this week was uh, Ant- Antipas. Ant- Antipas? I don't know. Uh, Frank discovers a connection between the murder of a federal prosecutor, a gubernator, <laughs> I can't say this word, a-, a candidate with a frail daughter, and the evil Lucy Butler, who appears to have returned to torment Frank. <laughs> All right, Claire. Oh. Uh, prepare to be spoiled because yeah. we're gonna have to talk no, about some shit right it. now. <laughs> so was good. it okay? I have a question. Was it as good as the last Lucy Butler episode, which I loved, which was the one with the creepy uh, "Love Is Blue" song? Oh no, that, that, that I was, feel like that was a yeah. better episode than this. Yeah, yeah this okay. was. I mean, this was really good for season three. Yeah, um, okay. that's cool. It's it's just it's a it's a lot creep. It's creepy how she's going after Frank. Yeah, so in this episode, we really get it where she is very specifically going after Frank. And uh, she does some shit. Mm-hmm. First of all, we f- there's a creepy, ugly kid. I just was like, yeah. I was ready for that kid to just die because I was like, this kid is ugly. And I, <laughs> I cannot abide by ugly children on yeah, my and TV. So this we've got Jordan. <laughs> seriously. And they, they talk about this kid's like, she's she's behind. Like... <laughs> There, because like this guy's trying to run for governor, and he's like, of course, trying to clean up his image and have like the perfect family image. And the wife at one point is like, "Listen, she's falling behind in like all the tests. She's below average and everything." It's like I don't know if it's like 
it's just like <laughs> the, she's not like the smartest kid, or if like she's like on the spectrum somewhere, or if there's like actually like if she is like has some real like actual issues, um, or, or if she's sickly because they keep talking about oh you yeah. can't be outside in the cold too long you'll get sick again. Well, yeah, because apparently she was sick, and then they hired Lucy to come and be her nanny, and Ooh. the girl all of a sudden like miraculous, miraculous, miraculously healed. Yeah. Wow. And then, um, yeah, so we later find out that Lucy says this is her daughter, like, for reals, and Frank somehow magically knows the footprints of Lucy's dead baby <laughs> and those Ooh, of yeah. this little girl, and they are the same oh, yeah. footprints. Like, I'm like, how did you even match those it's, up? Well, how, well, Frank, like, no, he pulls a straight up, like, you can tell this is not being written by the same people anymore. No. Because it starts off with Frank pulling a straight up Mulder. Like, yeah. like they're... Hollis is going over a presentation of like this case. Like I've been working on this three case, and I'm and I, I've been working on this case for three weeks, and I got nothing. Yeah, um, if anyone can help, please. Um, and at one point, like you see, like a book, and it has something written on it. And Frank's like, uh, "Can I, can I see that book again?" And like you know, he see, he writes it down. Yeah, and it's it's Saint P A. Yeah, and he's and he, and he like starts making an anagram, and he's like, "Antipas got it," and he walks up. Oh <laughs> nice tin pan or whatever. <laughs> He's, he's like, oh, Antipas, got it. It's from the Bible. And then he, like, starts searching, and he's like, oh, yeah, there's a place where there's a manor, and, like, I, I got think it's attacked crazy. by a dog. Yeah, so you have, um, uh, his, whatever, the McLaren or whatever, who is excited about Hollis presenting this case. She's doing a good job. Frank figures out Antipas and takes the entire case away from Hollis, which was weird. Yeah. I didn't understand that. I- and it's like it's I love I mean I'd rather watch Frank obviously than Hollis, so I'm fine, oh, but it just it make any sense. It's a hilarious scene when Bullfrog Andy's like, Hey Hollis, I just well heck, I just wanna let you know you did a real good job. You're really thorough. Everybody thinks you're doing job just there. great job in there, but you need to know Frank's taking over the case, so you yeah. need to handle the files. Oh man. <laughs> it's like Oh, Oh. Did Hollis look confused? <laughs> All the time. Um, I will say my favorite thing was when Hollis came to Frank's hotel room unannounced. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Okay, so... Okay, Frank is now investigating. He finds uh, Lucy, calls her out, and is like, dude, what the fuck? And she's, he starts getting upset, and he's like, ah, never mind, that's what you want. And leaves her, tries to tell the family, hey, uh, this crazy lady, she's a murderer. You might not want her with your kid. <laughs> But the father's already kind of falling for her, mm-hmm. um, as all the men do, uh, as Lucy reminds us 500 times yeah. in this episode. Oh, really? Yeah, there's some, some lines that John says that are, I they have to be Chris Carter written. They have to be. Because I zoned out, and I was like, I don't even know what he said, so I just assume <laughs> it's the power of Chris Carter. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> I mean, but it's not the entire episode, so I'm like, okay. Um. So... Lucy says something to Frank, like, when he's there, like, oh, uh, we're supposed to be together, or something similar to that, and it's super creepy. And, yeah, because my my note was, she just wants them to be together. What the fuck? Like, I have no clue where that even came from. And even Frank looks at her like, uh, no. So he goes back to his hotel room, he's researching, it's late at night, we get to a scene where he's asleep, and wakes up to Lucy on top of him. Fucking Yeah. And then she turns into a demon. Yeah. Oh my god. And then Frank wakes up because he hears a knock on the door and it's Hollis. <laughs> and I was like, why is she not fucking call 
Hollis yeah. showed up because Lucy, as Frank, called Hollis and said, you need to get over here right away. Yeah. Ooh. It's, it's, it's crazy. And I love that apparently Lucy um, can, like, Freddy Krueger fuck somebody. Yes. Like, because he... Lucy ends up being pregnant with Frank's baby. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> and then she accuses Frank of rape. Yes. I love this water cooler talk about what happened. This gossiping about what happened on Millennium. That sounds a thousand times more entertaining than the episode. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, also, all of her, all of, like the reports about her, everything has been scrubbed. Like yeah. any information about Lucy Butler is just no longer in the system. Yep. Oh wow. Yeah. So, so Frank just looks like a crazy person. <laughs> Which I'm like, wow, I don't know how many more Lucy Butler episodes we've got left, but, like, that could really amp up into something insane. Yeah, because, so she, she, uh, oh, she's got this jackass of a lawyer, too, I fucking hate oh, him. Oh, he's creepy. He, and he, like, basically makes racist, sexist, uh, comments to Hollis. Yeah. It's terrible. Um, talking about slavery and, oh, she should understand. And I'm like, what did he just say? He's just crazy. Um, anyway, so, yeah, so they, they have to try and clear Frank's name. And, um, at the same time, Hollis is investigating the, um, the governor, the, whatever, he's the guy, the guy John and the kid, um, Davina and Una. Yeah. By the way, uh, the lawyer, (laughs) I knew he looked familiar, he was Professor Barnes in Lazarus on X-Files. Ah. Yeah. He was a dick. Oh, Lazarus. Um, yeah, my note was just, I hope Wassner dies. Yeah, so he, he is such a evil fucking creep. He's, yeah. a, he's a devil lawyer. He's he is. A, he's, he's, a, he's a devil lawyer. He's a devil lawyer. He's a, he's a wolf from in heart. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So she goes. Hollis goes to investigate like what's going on while Frank is trying to clear his name. Frank goes and finds her. She gets there. Una, by this time, the mom is already dead in the episode. Now the dad is dead. The little creepy girl is stuck in the back seat of a car, and. When Hollis goes to take her out, she starts getting chased down. And we also have dogs in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, shape-shifting dogs that just attack people and kill people. And uh, <laughs> there's one point where Hollis is about to... Well, no, she's running in the maze and she thinks she sees Frank, who turns into a dog. Yeah. It was insane. What? And he makes this, like, comment, like, Oh, you see, I, I gave Lucy what she wanted. You want this too, bitch? And I was like, what is going Whoa! on? And then he turns into a dog and attacks her. And I, I the do real lo- Frank pulls her through. Um, yes, I, I, that's amazing because I'm, I've never seen some. I've always wondered why, when you're in a hedge maze, why doesn't somebody just break through the hedge maze? Yeah, it's a it's hedge. A, yeah. Frank, Frank fucking Black is like, I'm not fucking with a hedge maze. Get over yeah, here. And he just pulls her through. I it's laughed so, so good. hard. It was it's so amazing. It's so good. My favorite thing, though, is in the hedge maze when there's like the snake. Oh, um, the creepy python. Yeah, the creepy python. Oh my god, Claire. The creepy oh, python. Eats the child at the beginning of yeah. the episode, and it is insane. Okay, sorry. Oh, yeah. Amazing. But I love when Hollis gets scared by it, and like she pulls her gun out, and she's about to shoot the snake. Yes. But she just kind of keeps an eye on it, and just like just keeps watching it. <laughs> she doesn't let it out of her. I love like her just like staring down the snake. Like I will fucking shoot a snake. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um. So Frank and them. 
they get in the car, they hit Lucy because Lucy's like, you're not taking my child. Lucy is also um, also turning into that creepy dude again oh, yeah. all through this episode. It's yeah. awesome. And so, uh, yeah, they run her over with the car, act, hit her with the car, and oh, it's like, oh my god! And Frank's like, ah, she's not gonna die, don't worry about it! Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And, uh, so Frank goes to visit Lucy in the hospital, and she's lost a baby, and I think that's pretty much what Frank wanted to do, he just wanted to make her lose a baby. And she's being super creepy and saying weird things, and then threatens, uh, Jordan at the end of the episode. (gasps) Yeah. And, um... Because it's like, uh, Frank's like, listen, I know what you want, you want me to be afraid, well, I'm not afraid of you, I'm not scared, and she's like, oh, really? You're not scared for Jordan? You're not scared for your daughter? You're not scared for Jordan? Like, it's creepy as fuck. Yeah, and that's where the episode ends. And, uh, yeah, I was like, don't, she better not fucking touch Jordan. I I told Brad before we recorded, I was like, if Lucy touches fucking Jordan, I will go travel back in time and kill that actress (laughs) because nobody's touching fucking Jordan. (laughs) I will end her. I love it. I love it. Just like, this actress is like, have a cup of coffee. It's like, oh, I'm. Boy, I'm glad I get to come back and do an episode of this show. Oh my god, what's that over there? Oh, are you okay? What just happened? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just an actress! Stop worrying me! <laughs> oh, so I would yes. like Tammy to arrive Terminator style. <laughs> it's like... Doo, 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 doo. Wait, you mean she's gonna, uh, like, like, all, like, balled up and naked? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> in a blaze of light, and then the Terminator music plays. And, and then killing an actress. You could arrive like villain's head in a phone box. Going, whoa! <laughs> and then thumbs up, dog. I was like, hey, don't kill actresses. It's not their fault. Thumbs up. That's a tip. Bye. Here's some clothes. <laughs> Thanks, fifth t- thumb dog. <laughs> But yes, oh, uh, Claire, awesome. I will be watching please, it tonight. Please go watch that episode. Um, okay, what is ne- next on Millennium? Next week is oh, why do they always have titles that I can't <laughs> pronounce? Matroshka, Matroshka, Matroshka. I'm going with it, Matroshka. Frank and Emma investigate the suicide of a former FBI agent and discover links between oh. the FBI, the Millennium Group, and the Los Alamos Nuclear Research Center. Ooh. And, uh, That's yes. the research center from Carnival as well. Ooh. So uh, uh, yeah. you got in the picture, you've got um, Hollis and Peter. Mm-hmm. And Hollis looking confused. Yes. Well, actually, she looks a little pissed in this picture. But uh, <laughs> uh, the promotional tagline is, What really happened to the men who built the A-bomb? You may not want to know. <laughs> That sounds like an X-File if I've ever heard one. I know, really. Uh, I'm like, this does not sound like a Millennium episode. Uh, all right, so next week on um, X Files is the episode I had in front of me. Uh, Trevor. Trevor? Yes. It's the fakety fake Mandarin from Iron Man 3 that's name was Trevor. <laughs> it's him. I don't know what he's doing. It's Ben Kingsley being British and awesome <laughs> and called Trevor. Trevor. Going, Hello. Trevor. I'm Trevor. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Oh, Trevor, I'm the Mandarin. Yeah. Sounds good to me. I have no clue what Trevor is. Anytime it's just like a name of a person, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a weird kid that's doing something weird and everyone's freaked out about it. Uh, As long as it's better than Roland. 
Oh, Roland. But yeah, that's uh, guys. That's episode seventeen. We we only have till episode twenty two this season. We are done with season six. Wow. We are pushing our way through. I hope everyone's enjoying it. (laughs) As much as we are, Tammy is. um, I'm enjoying it more than Claire. Oh yeah, yeah. You are uh, now enjoying it more than Claire. Oh, this this episode pushed you ahead Mm. (laughs) or behind. It depends on how you look at it. Who knows? Uh, yeah. So, when are we gonna get Crycheck back? Be careful what you ask for, Claire. Wow, I even like the. Uh, I took an average of the guests' um, scores, which is six point nine three. So, I actually even like it more than our guests. Mm-hmm. I like the season. <laughs> wow. Whoa. All right. So, yeah, we got that coming up next. So, anything else for this week's episode of X-Files or Millennium? We shall never remember this episode of X-Files right now. Okay. Play it cool, guys! Stay in school! I've already <laughs> forgotten it. I don't know what talking about. I think we'll remember Thumbs Up Dog for a while. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Thumbs Up Dog. But Aww. we just won't remember it. Yeah, we won't. No clue. <laughs> All right. Well, then, for this episode, we are out. Bye! Bye! Thumbs up. Bye, guys! <laughs> Put on sunblock out there! All of our episodes are available to download or stream at our website, introtox.com, or via iTunes and Downcast. You can email us at mail at introtox.com. Please put the episode title in the subject line and keep voice messages under two minutes or else. Join our spoiler-free Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash introtox. You can find me on Twitter at Tammy Yip or at yippodcast.com, I'llwatchthatmovie.com, and dvmpe.com. Search for Walking Dead Podcast. I'm on Twitter at B-R-A-D-C-U-P-P-L-E-S and on the Ramjack Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at MayaFire and on Etsy.com at MayaFireprint.
Um, guys, I have a theory for how these two met, and I'm just going to do, um, I'm just going to present it as facts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's what we do, Brad. Right. Um, like, th- I don't know who sent the first message, but the conversation definitely started with ASL into canine, question mark. <laughs> Excusez-moi, moi je travaille ici, j'enregistre, on ne peut pas jouer ici, on sort tout de suite, je suis désolé. Désolé les enfants. Non, non, c'est pas permis, demandez à maman pourquoi. What is happening? Drums. Crazy. Are you okay, Illyrio? I just had to tell uh, some kids to scoot, so I muted myself. No, no, you didn't. No, no, you didn't. <laughs> 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 Are you serious? <laughs> no. We were like, what is then happening? My input is wrong, guys. Oh, uh. no. <laughs> oh, that was delightful. I thought it was like all smooth and great. Oh, no. Oh. Embarrassing. Not really. <laughs>